sunshine, swimming pools, green grass, and great conversation. It's summertime, and this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Put a smile upon your face as if there's nothing wrong. Think about a good time had a long time ago. Think about forgetting about your worries and your woes. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. 709 Watchdog Morning Show here in the sunshine. Sunshine inside all the time. Sunshine outside today. Going to be a nice, hot, sunny day once again. Temperatures up to 90, probably close to 90 at least in much of the upper Ohio Valley. And it'll be that way all day long. We'll look for maybe some showers or some storms late afternoon into the early evening. A stray light shower or two tomorrow. But tomorrow should be sunny on and off throughout the day. A little bit cooler, low 80s for tomorrow, a little more clouds and wet weather uh, for the weekend. 72 right now, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 74 at the Highlands, 75 in Elm Grove, and still 71 here. You looking? I am looking because I'm amazed, Howard. We're up to 75. Yeah, temperature's been moving up everywhere. 75 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. The Frio Stack auction service lines are open. The hotline is 304-232-8255. Give us a call. The text line, 304-214-1600. I'm getting lots and lots of texts on this Ohio County School Board thing. I'm not going to read them all because here's what we've got, the same thing the school board themselves have. I got half the people saying, Howard, do you realize Jessica Powers is part of Moms for Liberty? And I'm getting equal number of people saying, Howard, I don't know why you're saying that. It isn't true at all. Um, there is some disagreement. The, the two candidates, uh, Olivia Littman and Jessica Powers, each have their own camp on the school board, obviously, and out there in the general public as well. So I'm just not – it's just a bunch of back and forth. I'm not going to go and, uh, and read them all. Are you surprised on how this is uh, shaking out, Howard? It seems like it's getting, I don't know if heated is the right right word, but it's, uh, it's uh, I guess it is heating up a little bit. I took one call off the air. We're in talk radio. I wish when people would call in, they would certainly e express themselves on the air, but uh, he was kind of sticking up uh, for her also, Howard, said that uh, didn't think that we, uh, we had the facts right. Now, this is a text from someone claiming to be, and I have no reason to assume it's not. Good morning. This is Jessica Powers. I was just informed your show, Group Me, with a group that speaks about banning books. I want to clarify. I have a great love for reading and encourage my children to read anything that sparks their interest. Next time, would you please check with me before falsehoods are said? Thank you. Again, uh, I am sharing information both from the school board meeting and I'm sharing information from various people who are texting in, and I'm sharing information from people who are saying, that uh, she's not a member of Moms for Liberty. I will only say this. You don't have to be a member of a group to believe as a group does. I'm not saying Jessica Powers does. I'm simply saying that it's claiming I'm not a member of a group is not really the, uh, the answer, and I'm not, I'm not picking on her. Uh, and, uh, and Ms. Powers, if I had seen this, well, it was just a couple, it was about five minutes. If I had seen this a little bit earlier, I might have given you a call. I, unfortunately, I'm kind of looking at a time situation here. Maybe we'll talk about it uh, maybe one day next week if we have a chance. Tomorrow's a... By the way, speaking of tomorrow, Bob, tomorrow's Friday? Yes. What do we do on Fridays? Well, we, we try to come up with the highlights and uh, I've jotted down we're at 9-12. Uh, you got any? 
Yeah, no. I, mean, I, I kind of like the text from Jessica Power. She made that, my list. That could be. That might. Be, that, <laughs> that that might that, that might well be it. Um, yeah, because we we were only been here. For, we've only really been here for essentially one day. Uh, we were off on Monday, off on Tuesday. Half a day yesterday. Half a day yesterday. So. Uh, I, I'll work on it tonight, but I don't know how the highlights of the week are going to Well, we go. got 45 minutes, Howard. Come up with something. We got to, we'll, something. We'll make something happen here before the, the day is over and done with. Uh, again, Frio Stack Auction Service text line is open and available. I'm looking to see if there's anything other than this Jessica Powers, Olivia Littman debate. And, no, lots of texts on that, but I'm, I think I've – I think again. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to read back and forth. But, but no offense, Howard. And I don't know. I wouldn't know Jessica Powers if she walked in here right now. Isn't it like too late? Shouldn't she have convinced them a week ago or two weeks ago? If this was out there, again to to quote Barney Fife, shouldn't that been nipped in the bud before the, it went to that? I, I said earlier that watching the school board meeting, I, I don't have a lot of problems with the way it went down. They're just different people with different points of view. I actually do, and I mentioned this on Friday. I don't think the board members on either side fully expressed why they support or don't support someone. I and guess to your point, Bob, if there are board members who felt that the philosophy, and that's what we're talking about, educational philosophy uh, of Jessica Powers, is to some extent in line with groups like Moms for Liberty, if they feel that she is not in line with the philosophy that the school board an individual member wants to see, I think they should have vetted that. And she was there. Olivia Littman was there. Um, they, they asked them to share their resume. But it might have been worthwhile to have more. Again, uh, Pete Chaklos and Andy Garber voted no. Might have been more worthwhile if they had spoken up and said, here's why I'm voting no. And let Ms. Powers explain herself. And the same thing's true with Olivia Lippman. There is a question. Uh, Olivia Lippman is in District 1, which is the correct district. Uh, but her kids attend school in District 2, and so there's some questions about that. The Morning Intel takes a look at that uh, story. It's not unusual for kids to go to a school outside their technical district. Um, but there are some questions being raised about that as well. I'm just not sure at the board meeting there was a full vetting of everything. It was like, okay, here you are, you're the candidate, tell us about yourself. And I didn't get a sense there was enough probing. And again, if it's really important to me, Howard, we know how it works. Elm Grove, small little community, you hear those rumors around. I say, wait a minute, you know, before we get started, can I can I just say something? You know, I've I, I, I've heard that uh, my name has been associated with this group, or and, and I just want to make sure everyone knows that that's not that's not true, or it's been said that I'm anti. But I, I want to say that that's not true. I, I think that would have helped in this case, Howard. Well, again, I think that either both sides, both sides had some concerns about um, the candidates, and it would have been more valuable to us all if they had just uh, brought up what their objections were and then let the individuals speak to it right there in front of them. Again, it's all a moot point, or as Joey on Friends once said, a moo point. <laughs> it's all a moot point 
It's now in the hands of the state school superintendent. Would, would you travel to Charleston, Howard? I mean, would you look at that as maybe desperation or maybe a good move? Say, hey, I'm going to get my car and drive down to Charleston. I'll have a talk with this lady, and I'll, <laughs> maybe I'll plead my case to her. Well, maybe. You know, I was going to apply for this darn thing. I, I missed the deadline, but maybe I can call. Come Mich- on. We'll stop at Quinnette's on the way now. We'll there talk we about it. Call Michelle. Oh, you go to lunch with me today? Okay. Oh, <laughs> you you, you bagged out on me yesterday. All right, I'm going to shift gears completely. Let's have some fun. Um, We all have watched, most of us have watched, Bob and I grew up watching uh, the old-time westerns on TV, Gunsmoke or Have Gun, Will Travel, or Paladin or what have you. And therefore, you know, I often say, Bob, everything I know about the legal system I know on Law & Order, everything I know about the Wild West, I learned from Marshall Dillon, right? Matthew Dillon. So... Maybe that's not the way the Wild West really was. We're going to talk about the real Wild West, which is a new streaming series on TV coming up. We'll do that conversation straight ahead here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Thursday edition of the program, we'll keep you updated on all the local sports news. Jermaine Lucier will also be here in the 3 o'clock hour to talk about TV, movies, and more. Larry Gross from Mountain Stage will drop by in studio at 4. Amy Smith on the Stocks and more at 5 o'clock. And Kevin Kinder on the Mountaineers at 533. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out, and our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. Do you or any of your family members, neighbors, or friends own a property that you just want to be done with it? If so, call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Would it be convenient for you to take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. Call 614-470-2000. That's 614-470-2000. We're changing the game. Help your bets stay hot this summer at Superbook Sports, the most trusted name in sports gambling with a direct line to Las Vegas. And now when you use the promo code ColumbusFan, you score up to $250 with that first bet bonus. Win or lose, Superbook will match your first bet up to $250 with the promo code ColumbusFan. Download the Superbook Sports app, enter the promo code ColumbusFan, you're going to get $250 courtesy of Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Highlands is the Ohio Valley's top spot for shopping, dining, and entertainment, too. Play a round of simulated golf at the Four Seasons course. Grab a movie with family or friends at the Marquee Cinemas, featuring 14 screens of the hottest new movies in all digital and 3D. Plus, special promotions like Flashback Cinema. Or visit the Highlands Sports Complex with turf, courts, climbing wall, and an arcade. Shopping, dining, and entertainment. Entertainment, just off I-70, the top of the hill, the Highlands. Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios, in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. I've always been cowboy, and they still are, it seems, sadly. One step and back on themselves And they're slow It's going to be a warm day today. It was really hot yesterday. I mentioned several times on the pool deck in my backyard, my son's backyard, actually. 
Uh, it was 106 feels like temperature yesterday. Uh, we are looking for temperatures, actual temperatures to be probably 90 or more today, certainly into the upper 80s. Right now we're moving on up 72 at the airport, 74 at the Highlands, 75. Uh, in Elm Grove and 75 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Whenever I get my hair cut, Bob, I uh, go to uh, Frank's headquarters, and his son Randy is now the guy who cuts my hair. And uh, what Randy always has on the TV in the barbershop, the Western Channel. All right, Randy. So I'm always watching, you know, usually Gunsmoke that's on frequently or some other programs like that. And as I mentioned earlier, everything I know about the Wild West I mean, I kind of learned from Matt Dillon and Gunsmoke. And now I'm being told that that isn't quite what the real Wild West was like. I want to talk about that a bit in conjunction with a new documentary series coming out, The Real Wild West. Let me go to my guest. Is Stefan, is that you? I'm here. Good. Welcome to the show. I appreciate you being here with us this morning. So are you telling me that Matt Dillon didn't, didn't tell me the truth? Uh, <laughs> Uh, quite, quite possible. So, um, I believe you patched in the wrong, uh, the wrong get. I am not the Western movie expert. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, hang on a second. I'm going to put you. Yeah. Uh, what are what are you here to talk to me about? Uh, electric vehicles and. Okay. Uh, All right. We have a little screw up there, and I apologize for that. I apologize for that. Um, I had talked to Candy and asked her to reschedule this because I had something else that popped in, and so I really apologize. Um, I have no, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but at least I understand now why I'm so confused. Okay, um, so um, I'm going to move you on if that's okay with you, and I'm going to go to my Western guys, and then I'm going to we're going to reschedule you at some point. And I really apologize for that. I did let Candy know, but apparently we got. It's been a holiday. It's a long holiday week, you understand. So and I'm we very, have our guest with us. Yeah, I'm very, very sorry. I apologize for that. All right. Now, let, now let's go. Did you, all right. Now let me go. I think this might be Dawn. I think so. Now, I mean, now <laughs> let me go to the real Wild West. Good morning, Dawn. Morning. How are you doing, Harry? Let me check. All my parts are in place, and I, I'm, I'm feeling good. So let me let me try this once again. And man, Bob, what a mess! That was totally my fault. I just feel terrible about that. I got two guests on at the one, same time, and I'm really distressed about that. My fault. Uh, I mentioned earlier uh, that I everything I know about the Wild West comes from Marshall Dillon and Gunsmoke and Have Gun Will Travel and Wagon Train and so on and so forth. But uh, according to the new streaming series, The Real Wild West. That, that those things I learned from Marshall Dillon aren't exactly right. Am I correct? Yeah, well, you know, there was quite a few different uh, layers that were added on to the history of the Wild West from uh, the time that it was first won, you know, when the Wild West was won. And one of the things that happened is that as Hollywood movies came in, it just sort of changed the whole way that people thought about the West and how uh, people have taken it in for generations now. What are some of the things that we might learn different from the series The Wild West, uh, the streaming series The Real Wild West, that are different from what we would see on Gunsmoke or a Wagon Train or something? What, what are some real Wild West stories we ought to know about? Well, I mean, places like the in history, like the Homestead Act, which was a a, um, a movement to bring uh, uh, people out west 
and giving them their own little plot of land that they could work so that they could start their own new life out on the western uh, uh, western uh, part of the country. And um, also to know that a lot of the West was bought by President Thomas Jefferson, uh, bought it from the French, and, and, uh, and that was also a, a means in which people could uh, just sort of grow out into this large landscape, which was, um, it was just an untested sort of place. It was outside of regular jurisdiction. I don't want to get in. I don't want to sound like I'm trying to be politically correct, but when we watch the TV shows, what most of us learned from the Wild West about, it tends to be a a bunch of white macho men. Um, and in point of fact, the West was populated by women, uh, by non-traditional white men, and so on. Right? Absolutely. When we like a mentioned before about going outside of the the jurisdiction of the United States. At one point, being west of the Mississippi meant that you were outside of the realms of the normal uh, U.S. Uh, sanctions. And so a lot of people made their way out west. Like, there were, there were women that were starting new lives out there in a time where women weren't really able to um, own land or anything. Of course, also, in that time, there was the the Trail of Tears, which was a very yeah. terrible movement of Native Americans out west on reservation. So that was also within this time. Tell me about and, the... And the Go ahead. No. Oh, yeah, and the story of the cowboys. The cowboys were just... Uh, they, they were of every sort. There was African-American cowboys, Native American, and even Asian-American cowboys out there, too. See that's something we don't very often think about. Again, doesn't doesn't comport with what I see on uh, when I watch when I go to the barber shop and they have gun smoke. I, I don't really see a lot of um, uh, you know ethnicity uh, in the Wild West, but but there was some there. And tell me about the the actual series, uh, the real Wild West. It's it's a streaming series. It's a documentary series, correct? That's correct. It's a four part series on Curiosity Stream. Now, I don't know what Curiosity Stream is. Is that is that a a streaming service? I'm not familiar with it. Oh, the Curiosity Stream is a streaming platform that focuses on a lot of educational material and documentary films. So, The Real Wild West is one of its brand new documentary films put out. Okay, and it's already it's already showing right now, as I understand it. Correct. That's correct. It started just at the end of June. Uh, streaming on the platform. It's out there in its whole entirety. Don, what else do you need to, what else should we know about about the real Wild West, either the show or the or the, or the actual wild, real Wild West? Well, one of the things that people should know is that there was a, a much bigger diversity to the people that were out in the West during the, the early days. Because if you imagine... The real Wild West covers a history that goes from the early 1800s up to the present and features a lot of wonderful uh, commentators that are taking this old story of the West and it's, they're modernizing it by making sure that it's in the books. Like, so there's a, there's a black uh, cowboy rodeo that's within the story. There's also uh, several different commentators talking about the Native American history 
of the West. And also there's uh, several commentators on the Latin American history of the West as well, talking about the early days of um, California, New Mexico, and Arizona being a part of Mexico, Mm -hmm. and the years of the Mexican-American Revolution, where you had had the United States coming in and asking these parts of the land and telling the whole story of how that happened. And that's something that's very unique documentary. You have an album. You you yourself had an album out about uh, black cowboys, didn't you? That's correct. I had one out on Folkways a few years back. Um, Don Flemish presents Black Cowboys. And I talk a little bit about the history of the black cowboys of the West. Uh, and and some of their contributions to the, the country and Western music as well. Absolutely. And, and that's one of the things along the way that you find is that People needed to bring their music along with them, and they needed entertainment for for uh, their own uh, um, to console their the loneliness of the range, and and that's something that that I cover in the Black Cowboys album quite a bit. Different African American folk songs, as well as some of the well known numbers such as "Home on the Range" and "Good Bow Pink," which a lot of people don't know are songs that are connected to black cowboy pioneers that talked them to the people that um, would make it more famous later. What, what, what got you interested in that? Just na- natural curiosity? Well, you know, I'm from Phoenix, Arizona, so I'm, I was born in the Southwest. And when I began to start finding books on black cowboys, I just thought it was an interesting subject. And that led me down uh, as they, the rabbit hole, as they say, to try to um, tell as much of the story as I can. And, and I also thought it would make a great um, album just because country and Western music is, um, has always been a white genre. But to, but to be able to bring black stories into the context of country and Western music, I thought that, that would, it would be something that exciting. Well, it's an interesting perspective, both on music and on the, on the West. Again, the uh, the series is The Real Wild West. I think it's four parts documentary series. Am I right about that? That's correct. And you can find it on Curiosity Stream, which is a streaming uh, platform for people who want to uh, check it out. Don, I appreciate your time this morning. Thanks very much. Um, should be interesting. I'm looking forward to finding out more about this. Thanks a lot. Great. Thanks. All right, Don Lemons, uh, Flemons, pardon me, is a songwriter, uh, multi-instrumentalist, historian, host of a radio show about American West, um, and is involved in this uh, series, The Real Wild West. Well, that was about as... <laughs> Who was the other guy, Howard? <laughs> Who was he? Is he calling back? Or? I don't know. Uh... Our friend, you know Candy Stroud. Yes, Candy. Uh, We'd uh, get together in New York City and uh, Washington, D.C. You know, so Candy had asked me a week or so ago um, if I would uh, – she's working with this guy, and uh, he's talking about electric vehicles and why more and more Democrats are kind of abandoning electric vehicles, and, and that's the theme that he was talking about. And I so, said, sure, uh, but it conflicted with this real Wild West thing, which I thought was going to be really interesting. So when we opened with uh, Hello, my Stephon. heroes have always been cowboys, and yeah. we were heading poor, out poor west. Stefan is going, what, what the hell is happening here? And I'm going to get a nasty call from Candy. I, 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 I emailed <laughs> Candy, and she, to- she responded to me. I, I said, Candy, late-minute change, about 
maybe Monday. I said, late, late minute change. Got to got to reschedule your guest. I'm sorry. What happened? I, just, I have to reschedule. She's going to say, Howie. Yeah, she's going to call and yell at me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Howie? She's going to call and yell at me. No, no question about that. All right, well, there's 10 minutes of my life I'll never get back. <laughs> And then, and it's my fault, then trying to shift gears from that mix-up to talking to Don, just, I I just screwed it up really royally. Just my, oh well. 9.32, 28 till the hour. Let's see what Metro News has to say. West Virginia Metro News. I'm Chris Lawrence. A West Virginia county reaching new status in its drug trafficking intensity. In a formal announcement involving local, state, and federal officials, U.S. Senator Joe Manchin said that Randolph County is now designated as a high-intensity drug trafficking area. Manchin spoke alongside Dr. Rahul Gupta, director of the White House Office of National Drug Control Policy, and with United States Attorney for the state's Northern District, Bill Elenfeld, Wednesday, from the Jennings Randolph Federal Center in Elkins. The designation means additional resources will be sent to the area, hoping to combat the rising drug use and the number of overdoses plaguing the county. The added-on support is to help law enforcement officials from all levels to control the drug trafficking throughout the area. Randolph now becomes the 24th West Virginia County to receive the designation. I'm Jarrett Lewis, WVMetroNews.com. Nearly 50 people have been arrested in a five-day warrant sweep across West Virginia. U.S. Marshals took those people into custody in Greenbrier, Fayette, and Raleigh County for offenses that included homicide, kidnapping, malicious wounding, and other gun and drug charges. More than 20 law enforcement agencies involved. U.S. Marshals are also on the hunt of a a fugitive in the Morgantown area. 30-year-old Jamie Ray Jones, wanted for first-degree murder and kidnapping, alleged to have crashed his car into multiple vehicles Wednesday near the University Town Center in Morgantown. You're listening to Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Large portion of what remains of the state's $1.8 billion surplus from the end of the fiscal year may go toward West Virginia roads. The governor was talking about it. One billion is a thousand millions. It's, it's just more money than any of us could comprehend. And we, we basically ended up with a thousand eight hundred millions ahead of, of budget. From the Metro News Anchor Desk, I'm Chris Lawrence. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real Steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. It's the summer's hottest party. The Circus Saints and Sinners Party on the Plaza presented by Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. The fun happens Saturday, July 8th at the Plaza on Market in downtown Wheeling. Enjoy food trucks, beer, and wine, and all-day live music starring Cleveland's number one party band, The Players Club, and Pittsburgh party powerhouse, Jukebox. Get tickets at partyontheplaza.org. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care, close to home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, Featuring the highest level of orthopedic surgery, improving healing, rehab time, and outcomes, 
offering innovative heart care through our WVU Heart and Vascular Institute. Establishing outstanding urology services with a highly experienced urologist and staff. Providing comprehensive, world-class women's health services and equipping the WVU Cancer Institute at Wheeling Hospital with cutting-edge science for the highest standard of care. We embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care at the right place at the right time. Ready, set, go get your Toyota today. Check out Toyota's wide range of all-wheel and four-wheel drive vehicles, like a sporty Camry or a stylish Corolla, both with great MPGs. Or come in and test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Corolla Cross, each with plenty of cargo room, so you can be ready for any adventure. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. Hurry, offers end April 4th. Toyota, let's go places. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Hoppy walking around here in New Plains. As in Hoppy Kerchival? Yeah. <laughs> Are we expecting me? Well, I was just wondering if you want to start early. Ah! <laughs> I just, I got thrown so far. I, I'm too old to have these kind of mistakes. I got so thrown so far off my game with that last debacle. That uh, I I don't I don't even know where we're going here in the last twenty minutes. It was more the timing than anything, Howard. I mean, again, the guy called in. Uh, okay, two we, people we called the same yeah, time, the exact same time, and then when the other one rang, I thought, man, that that doesn't seem right. I, asked Bob, I, was, I said, Bob, check. Uh, my guest is supposed to be Don Flemons. Uh, just checked the pronunciation of his name. Bob came, comes back says, well, his name is Stefan Hanchuk. I had him spell it out, Howard. I said, okay, well that that doesn't. No, with anything I've got in my papers here, but all right, we'll give it a try, you know. Hey, Stefan, when I was the barber shop, <laughs> he just started laughing. <laughs> I don't know anything about the Wild West. He's and he's a big wig too. That's the problem. He's a really high up echelon politico from D.C. that kind of doesn't do little talk shows like ours most of the time. And probably never will do this show Probably again. not. But thanks, Candy. Sorry uh, we messed that up. Only because of my friend Candy uh, helping to get us get him scaled for us. I, I hope that we'll get him back. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. 
So do you think that we are all, do, are we all messed up on understanding what the Wild West was all about? I think we, in all seriousness, I think we probably do have a um, one-dimensional image of the Wild West. Absolutely. I mean, again, uh, it's, it's, it's what they showed us. It's what we grew up on. Uh, very seldom would you see anyone of color. Uh, and yet, I, even before this interview, I knew that there were a lot of, of African-American cowboys, if you were. Yeah. But, I mean, we know the shows. You can name just about any, anyone. Most time, when a, when a Native American, let alone an African American, would come to town, somebody would get a rope. You yeah, know, yeah. somebody would I mean, be looking a, to, to do harm That's to a them. terrible thing to say, but yeah, that's exactly right. Or you would have, I'm not trying to be pejorative here, it would be Hop Singh would come into town and he would be some sort of, you know. Like a character, like yeah, a funny character, exactly. not a big part of the show. But right. uh, I, I guess it did exist. And uh, I'm going to check that out, Howard. I'm going to, uh, first of all, I feel kind of bad, you know. I <laughs> kind of feel obligated to check it out. And, yeah, it sounds interesting. So. Uh, well, it does. And, again, I think we probably, as with anything, but probably especially in the days when the TV westerns, the black and white westerns were popular, we were. It was a simpler society. It was a black and white hat society. You know, the good guys wore white hats, the bad guys wore black hats, and you know, Marshall Dillon never never made any mistakes. And uh, I, again, just being honest, I mean, during that period, I mean, th there was very few safe havens for a black man to be. And sure. I would think the West, everybody's armed. You know, that wouldn't be the, the safest on, on place. On the other to hand, end. on the other hand, it probably was in many ways the freest. If you're an African American, go west. It it is you know. Be careful where you go. What towns you go in. You gotta you know. You gotta be really really careful. I guess. I mean, I don't. I, I do not mean to be funny, but I'm not sure that Miss Kitty would have tolerated uh, you know the wrong kind of people in the uh, what was the name of the so the then, Long Branch. Well, think about branch. how many episodes we watched. I can't remember seeing anyone of color. In, in I don't the long remember branch. ever ever. I remember seeing some ethnicity, and again, usually they were characters. But I don't, I, I don't remember ever seeing in Gunsmoke, Have Gun Will Travel, whatever these. I don't ever remember seeing uh, someone black. I can't either. I, I, again, I know that historically that there were a lot. Um, and every once in a while there would be an episode of one of these shows where there would be a powerful woman who owned her own homestead, you know, and, and she was the... But you do, you don't. There were more female homesteaders, I think, in Old West than we we come to recognize. We tend to think of it because of the shows, and the shows were came out and they came out in the Leave It to Beaver era, the black and white era, where we were everything was literally black and white, and everything was sanitized. And I'm not criticizing it. That's just what they were. They were fun and entertaining to watch. But you didn't get anything like a real picture. And what my brain keeps telling me, Howard, is, I mean, uh, uh, black folks had so hard of a time, even in, in states where there was law, you know, where you, where you had actual police protecting you in the Wild West. You would just think, man, it'd be hard for anyone to survive out there. Would you have wanted to be in the Wild West? I don't think I'd have survived. First of all, horses and I just don't get along. Okay. <laughs> How tough can you be if you get around with a buggy all the time? You say, here comes Bob with his buggy. <laughs> here he comes. Well, some of them did, you know, some of them did. Um, yeah, I don't know that I would uh, I would have uh, gotten along well uh, either. What was the show, that the, the HBO show that we used Deadwood? to? Deadwood? Deadwood, yeah. How about oh, that? Man. Now, did I, they, were, there, were there characters of color in that? 
Yes. There were, and, and, right? And they, they were. Deadwood was a much more realistic show. Really was, or at least they claimed to be. And then when you do a little research, you say, yeah, that was pretty realistic. And they did not. If you remember the show, they didn't treat them well at all. Yeah. Yep. You're absolutely right. So, um, oh, my wife is assuming you are not going to go to lunch with me today. If Bob wants to go to lunch, I'll yeah, just I'm, I'm done with Howard. I'll just... <laughs> My wife is saying, Bob wants to go to lunch. I'll, you, I'll just pick you up, and you don't have to worry about it. Just going to text her. One of my favorite Westerns is The Man That Shot Liberty Valance. The Man are, That are Shot you, Liberty Valance. Are you familiar with that? I've seen it, yeah. John Wayne's sidekick in that. Uh, I, I think his name was Pompey. He was his uh, sidekick. And I believe, oh, man, I'm going to butcher it, but I think he was a, a football star at USC. That's how he got uh, to be in a John Wayne movie. So if you look close, you'll see him in John Wayne movies, but uh, I wouldn't look for him too high up in the credits. Yeah, not exactly. But yeah, that's right. Well, anyway, so The wild, the Real Wild West is a, a new streaming series, a four-part documentary series. Uh, I believe, I believe you can find it on YouTube. I believe. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but you can check that out. Um, and it probably is interesting because, again, I, you know, everything I know with the Wild West, I know from Marshall Matt Dillon. Wouldn't it be nice if all the law enforcement officers in all the world were like Matt Dillon? And it would be. And you know what? I don't know if it was just because, well, they couldn't really write it up that way or if there was a true love for the horses. Even when I was a little boy, I, you know, the Lone Ranger. I'm saying shoot the horse. If you keep <laughs> shooting at him and you can't hit him, shoot the horse, right? They yeah. never did that. You don't want to shoot the horse. Why not? If you're after the bad guy, you shoot the horse, the bad guy's going to be laying The poor horse did nothing. The poor horse is a nice All right, Sometimes creature. you just got to do what you got to do. It's a nice creature, for heaven's sake. Shoot, shoot the, the horse. Shoot the creature. <laughs> 7.45, a quarter till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Coming up at 10.06, statewide talk line, Hoppy Kerchival will be talking with Steve Williams, who's the mayor of Huntington, uh, about his potential run for the governorship in West Virginia as a Democrat. I agree with um, uh, Brad McElhinney, who was with us earlier this morning. I doubt if Steve Williams will make an announcement, but I think he will explain why he is leaning closer and closer to being the Democratic, to running for Democratic nomination for governor in West Virginia. So that's coming up today. Statewide talk line. Brad will be in to help Hoppy analyze a new poll that is out the State Chamber of Commerce on a couple of these upcoming elections, and I don't know what the poll is going to show. Sometimes Hop is kind to me and gives me a little preview. Did not do that today, so I don't know what uh, what the results of this poll will be from the State Chamber of Commerce, but that will be coming up today at uh, 10.06 as well. Statewide talk line this morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. And then uh, what is today? I lose track of days. Today's today is Thursday, Howard. That means it's time for this afternoon. It'll be time for our friends from the Pine Room. The Pine Podcast. Room boys will be here most of the day from 12 to 3. Then Paul Harris will be in from 3 to 5. So I've got a busy afternoon as well. Hopefully they'll do better than I did in that last 10-minute segment at 920. Yikes. I bet the Pine Room guys always get their guests right. I don't know. Maybe maybe Candy will have them call the Pine Room boys. Yeah. Maybe it'll work out after Step all, Howard. Up, alert the Pine Room guys. If some <laughs> They'll guy be named, calling you guys. If some guy named Stefan calls, it's uh, it's my guest. It's a mistake. Uh, 13 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. On the last talk line on Metro News, Bob Huggins was in court in Pittsburgh on the DUI charge. Our Greg Carey was there. He arrived in the courthouse about an hour uh, before the hearing. He was scheduled to start at 9. He's been there around 8. He was in the lobby, which we were standing for about 5-10 minutes, and then the rest of the time he was present in the courtroom. The entire hearing, I would say, was over within two minutes, and then he was taken upstairs to get fingerprints. Talk line, weekdays at 10.06 on this Metro News station.
How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. Do you or any of your family members, neighbors, or friends own a property that you just want to be done with it? If so, call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Would it be convenient for you to take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. Call 614-470-2000. That's 614-470-2000. We're changing the game. Help your bets stay hot this summer at Superbook Sports, the most trusted name in sports gambling with a direct line to Las Vegas. And now when you use the promo code ColumbusFan, you score up to $250 with that first bet bonus. Win or lose, Superbook will match your first bet up to $250 with the promo code ColumbusFan. Download the Superbook Sports app, enter the promo code ColumbusFan. You're going to get 250 bucks courtesy of Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. Every weeknight at 6 p.m., join the voice of the Mountaineers, Tony Caridi, on The Watchdog. Tony informs and entertains WVU fans with the latest Mountaineer sports news. If it happens in the world of gold and blue, Tony knows about it and shares it with you. Sportsline, weeknights at 6 on The Watchdog. Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Painted ocean seams. He said for twenty dollars, I'll paint you anything. Could you paint me a Birmingham? Make it look just the way I planned. You know, I'm thinking. 
Probably should use something else from Mr. Big Voice Announcer Man other than great conversation continues because this has been, this last half hour has just been a big disaster, a disaster. You know what, you know what I feel like doing, Bob? Feel like doing hard. You know, I mean, we I had I had two guests, screwed them up, called them by the wrong name. It was I was a giant mess. It was a mess. It was a mess. It was a mess. It was a mess. It just got to show how stupid I am. You know what I feel like doing? What do you feel like doing? Hard? I feel like going and carving my name in the Roman Colosseum. <laughs> I, mean, I don't do that. Hard. We said earlier, how dumb do you have to be to carve your name in the Roman Colosseum? I feel that way. Ah, right uh, it's all right. I, I got I got a better idea for you. Yeah. How about talking to Bob Westfall? Oh, Bob Westfall's here. Okay. Good morning, Bob. Welcome to the show. Morning, Howard. How was your holiday? Holiday was wonderful. I had a great holiday, long holiday weekend. Got confused. Couldn't remember what day it was most of the time because I had so much time off. But it was really, 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 really good. Now, the last half hour of this show has been a disaster. But uh, that's, uh, you know, these things happen, I guess. Yeah, par for the course. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I, well, I'd rather think it's not, but okay, it it uh, it uh, it was it was a mess. I had two guests at one time; they were totally different. And oh boy, anyway, um, well, how was I your holiday? How, how was your? I know you I didn't think. you didn't get as long a time off, but you had a holiday nonetheless. How was your holiday? Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, it was pretty good. Fireworks. Uh, the, yeah, I the town to nowhere. I, I think uh, had a great uh, celebration. I think didn't you post some fireworks pictures, or am I thinking wrong? Yeah, Wells Township had theirs. What uh, July third? Yeah, it sounded. I mean, look, the, the fireworks you posted looked pretty good. Looked pretty good. Downtown Wheeling's fireworks I thought were great this year. I didn't go down to them, but drove through town while they were sh- shooting up in the sky. I thought they were really tremendous this year. Did you hear some good things about it? Uh yeah, that's pretty much everything I heard was pretty good. Um, no complaints. Uh, uh, enjoyable. So. Um, Sounds like Wheeling nailed it again. Yeah, they did. And given all the construction problems and everything else, I understand the traffic getting out of town afterwards was not any worse than it is normally after the fireworks. It's always difficult right. after the fireworks, but I guess uh, I guess the, the or, police had a pretty sheets. good pretty good traffic control. Or sheets sheets selling gas for a dollar seventy seven. Oh man, that kind of backed up traffic. That that created a gigantic mess everywhere, particularly of course in Woodsdale because. That sheets is not well positioned for, you know, good inflow and outflow to begin with. And when you have, I don't know how many hundreds of people trying to get into that station, what a mess it was backing up on Bethany Pike, backing out on the National Road. At least up at the Highlands, they've got enough space up there that while there were lines, they weren't, you know, interfering with traffic. But did you fill up at a buck seventy-seven, six? Uh, no, I actually uh, did not. No. I did not. We had uh, filled up the day before, just the day before. So we were we had a full uh, tank. Catherine told me the same thing. She filled up the day before. Yeah, had yeah. a full tank, and then and then the, then I get the note from Sheets, uh, buck seventy seven six tomorrow. I was like, oh man, I wish I hadn't done that. All right, yeah. well let's see. What are you guys working on today? It's a uh, what day of the week? This is Thursday. Okay, so what are you Thursday. working on this Thursday? All right, some of the things we're working on today, we're going to have more on the uh, West Virginia State Police lawsuit. Uh, Catherine talked to uh, Teresa Torsavo yesterday. Uh, got a little bit uh, done yesterday. We're going to have much more on that lawsuit as that continues to open up uh, um, in, in, the, in the court of law. So we're going to have an update on that today. We were talking yesterday uh, about that, uh, Bob. Uh, it um, It's beginning to gain national attention as well, which from a political point of view, uh, certainly the more important thing is what it meant for the individual women. But from a political point of view, as this gains national attention, I think it's going to blow back a good bit more on Governor Justice than it has been so far. 
Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I know we actually uh, talked. Catherine was on the uh, his presser yesterday, so we'll have an update on that as well with whatever he had to say. So that will be part of the story today. So that is uh, it's going to be ongoing. Uh, I'm going to take a look at the possible UPS strike that's uh, coming up, uh, maybe coming up. Uh, they have uh, failed to reach a, a contract between the union and UPS. Uh, so we're going to find out what people who, you know, get things shipped to them or have to ship things out, uh, what they need to know if there is an interruption with UPS service. So we'll have that today. Uh, w. Uh, Wheeling Symphony has got a press conference that's going to go on in about four minutes. Uh, big, major announcement. I can't tell you uh, that I was just sent an email. Oh, come on, Bob. Like hired a new, uh, new executive director. Ah, okay. All right. Very so good. we'll have that. Uh, West Virginia Northern got some good news during their accreditation, so we're going to find out what is happening uh, at West Virginia Northern, uh, which is like to me is a key cornerstone here in, in East Wheeling and downtown Wheeling. I, I, I love what they've done for this part of the community, so we'll have an update on that. And uh, St. Michael's Festival kicks off tonight, so we'll be out there tonight as well. So a little bit uh, summer fun, some good things, some bad things. And, of course, we'll be watching the weather. It looks like uh, Adam was talking about something, uh, some rain rolling in after dinner and before, uh, before the evening. So so we'll have that for us tonight as well. But before that, it's going to be a sunny and hot day again today. Very hot. It's already very hot. So yeah. it, it was. Uh, I've been telling the audience all morning long. I, my grandson and I went out swimming in the backyard pool uh, at his house yesterday, and the feels-like temperature on the sun deck was 106. I'm not saying that was a yeah. temperature. That's the feel. I mean, it was just, it was sweltering yesterday. Yeah. Well, July 4th was the hottest day in history, well, in the last 100,000 years. Yeah. I mean, think about yeah. that. We are, we, this week we've had, I believe, at least two of the hottest yeah. days in history. Yeah. Third was the hottest for 24 hours, and then the fourth was hotter still. Jeez. So, it, you know, it's just, but don't worry, there's nothing going on with our climate. Everything's okay. Everything's yeah. Just, everything's fine. I've got uh, friends in Phoenix that are looking 116. Yikes. Um, uh, people, uh, people that work here down in New Orleans now, uh, heat index of around 120. Um, it, yeah. It's just amazing. All right, Bob, people can check things out on air at noon, 5, 6, 10, 11, 530 for the statewide show, always online at WTRF.com and carry Channel 7 in your pocket on your smartphone with uh, the TV7 News app and the Storm Tracker 7 app, and you'll be fully informed when things happen. Bob, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it today. All right, guys. Talk to you tomorrow. All right, that's it. I got to say, Sinai, see you. Bye bye. Farewell. I got to go. I got to get out of here. Kirchwell's got the calm coming up next. As I mentioned, Brad McElhenney and Hoppy will take a look at a new poll from the State Chamber of Commerce on uh, politics in the Mountain State. Uh, Danny Jones, mayor of Charleston, coming in to talk about the polls as well and also the budget surplus in West Virginia. And um, the Huntington mayor and a likely Democrat for the governorship in West Virginia, uh, Steve Williams. We'll be on with Hoppy today. So all of that's coming up today, statewide talk line, in the next hour of the show. And as for me and Bob, good Lord willing, creeks don't rise, bat phone doesn't ring, don't get impeached, don't retire. And for me, at least, most important, Teddy says, it's okay, Dad, Granddad, you can go back to work tomorrow. Well, and also, did Bob picks me up, uh, then uh, I'll be back tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock, with the go-around of this big gig. Uh, by the way, I can't get a lunch. Is that all right? Of course not.
You mean you can't go to lunch with me? That's right. Okay, I got you. See you in the morning. Boards going all the way around. Put her there in the front yard swing. Cotton dress, make it early spring. For a while, she'll be mine again. If you could paint me a Birmingham. AM 1600 WKKX Wheeling, FM 97.7 AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News, I'm Derek Dennis. A news conference this hour in Newark, New Jersey at the scene of a deadly cargo ship fire on the